0: Hi everyone, it's Troy Sage and on this episode of Real Estate Talk, I have a special guest, Chris Madrid, and we're going to be talking about the seasonality of the real estate market. It's the end of 2022, so let's talk about what happens at the third quarter and the end of the year. We're going to be talking about the crash or the bubble and is it real or is it not real. We're going to talk about interest rates and special programs, so this is a great episode for buyers, and sellers to understand what's going on with the market and what you can do at the end of the year and what to expect the first quarter of next year. So stay tuned and check it out. So I'm extremely excited to have one of my friends and one of the top lenders in the area, Chris Madrid, man, thanks for being here. I'm so excited. Yeah, man, absolutely. The, uh, the market, man. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So it's it's the end of the year, it's the end of 2022. And I've been hearing from a lot of people here uh, in the market, they say, oh, it's seasonal and the market slows down and maybe I should wait till next year to buy so on and so forth. So what are you seeing uh, that's going on on your end as a lender in regards to the seasonality of the market?
1: Yeah, no, man, I think, I think there's two, two big components, right? Um... Number one is yes, the seasonality, right? Most people who are not already in their home um, don't want to have that push right before Christmas, right? Is the reality. So, you know, sometimes they're going to hold off right until, uh, until just after the new year. Um, or when we, see, um, when we see contracts come in or, you know, customers that are, that are you know, getting out there to find a home, it's because they have to. October is normally the best time to sell, Right, and I'm sure you have you have data to support that as well. But traditionally, um, October is the best time to sell if you're if you're listing a home because um, that normally gives enough time before Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, right? So if you're going to to try to make a big push before you know before the end of the year holidays, um, it's it's October. Well, this year, you know, interest rates were at almost eight percent in October. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of that, you know, oddly enough, a lot of that didn't happen. Um, so it's man, it's so interesting. Is like right now it's kind of twofold, right? A lot of um, a lot of people are on the sidelines because of because of where rates were. You know, we have some good news that we'll you know we'll talk about um, talk about you know a little bit later. But that's those are the the two big things that I'm seeing is a lot of people are on the sidelines because of affordability, right? And there's no man, no question that it's more expensive at seven and a half percent than at three and a half percent, right? We're, we're essentially where rates were at the beginning of the year of, of 2022 in February. So those are the, yeah, I mean, those are the two big things.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And and to address that uh, with you, when when I'm talking to buyers and sellers in October, the beginning of the last quarter, they're very excited and they're churning and burning normally. But this year, we had that, that gray cloud where buyers said, I'm going to hold off, because we got so used to that three and a half percent interest rate, that it was shocking to everyone's system. And then the, the 2 1 buy down program was a, it seemed like it came out of nowhere, though. With your experience in mind, we both know it's been around for a long time. It just wasn't oh, yeah. it wasn't needed when we have 3% percent interest rates. Right. right. And, and no seller is going to help pitch in when the market is so hot. So, in the seller's market, for sure. I, I think the 2 1 buy down program helped us a little bit. But what I'm seeing now in November and December is I'm seeing. On the real estate side, that builders are—they need to push inventory. They got to get their stuff gone. And I'm also seeing investors, both buy and sell sides. Some are clearing their portfolio or part of, and other investors I'm working with are buying as much as they possibly can right now. Are, are you getting a lot of investor uh, stuff coming your way? Yes.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Investor uh, investor purchases have definitely picked up. Um, and and we normally see that because of the uh, it's the end of a tax year, right? A lot of the um, from a builder perspective, it, it is interesting because there's you know a, a majority of the the builders that I work with their um, their years end you know September, October, November, you know just depending on when they when they've cycled. So a majority of of what we see pushed is is you know that thir- you know third quarter beginning of, of you know fourth quarter because they're that's their year end. Now, you know, a majority of them at this point, so we're, you know, we're early December are now on a new year, right? So there's not that there's not a, a big push, but um, man, yeah, the, the you know, the things that we've been talking about our year, I feel like too is is um, labor, right? I mean, there's still labor shortages. So there, you know, you can't build, um, and you can't build homes if there's no one to build them. The other, the as far as the other items, right? microwaves garage doors a lot of the things that were that were an issue three four months ago i
0: think a majority of that has has kind of worked itself out yeah i think builders when it comes to the supplies have supply chain supply chain there you go supply chain they've realized that okay we can't guarantee we're going to have x number of two by fours x x uh number of appliances uh in hand in 30 days like they used to, they know now that it's gonna take 60, 90, however many days it's gonna take. So their planning is, has gotten really laser focused. What, what I'm telling buyers is this, on the buy side of buying new construction, we're still with a shortage of new construction. There's deals out there in regards to buying a new construction right now, but the misconception is that a buyer's gonna walk in at the end of the year and they need to blow it out before December 31st. And as you eloquently said, that's not the case. They they in their book September, October, like I do, they're gonna get a decent deal, but they're still gonna wait six, eight, nine months to get keys unless they're really lucky to find standing inventory. And we're still not seeing that with new construction. No,
1: and and man, all depending on price point, right? I mean, we're you know, the new so new new contracts that we've seen go under. I mean, they're still they're still saying, you know. Twelve to fourteen months for completion you know in some of the upper you know seven a mil, you know seven hundred million plus those are still taking well over it well over a year right yeah so that's that's the other um, that's kind of the other component too that that's you know a little a little difficult to um, a little bit difficult to gauge but yeah I mean thankfully um, if you are as a buyer right if you're looking for a deal we've before, before now, right. Before the last, you know, 30 to 45 days, we haven't seen sellers entertaining any type of concession. Right. And I've seen more, you know, over the last, you know, 30 to 45 days, more concessions you mentioned earlier, the two one buy down. That's, that's a, that's a great option to. um, So a lot of people say it's, it's a great option to ease into a higher mortgage payment. I say it's a great option to pay for a refinance next year. Right. We know interest rates are coming back down. The seller, essentially the seller has, is contributing um, towards your your interest rate buy down. Those funds um, next year, when we go to refinance you, when, when rates drop into the, you know, into the fives or sixes, if you're at a 7% rate, we those funds can be utilized to essentially offset the cost of a, of a refinance. So the seller pretty much prepaid um, for you to have a lower monthly payment and then, you know, an intro lower monthly payment and then a, a refinance. The um man, what I would caution is—is I'm also hearing, you know, the flip side of hey, you know, call me when rates are back in the three or fours. Yeah, good. And yeah, I'm not going to call you because that's, you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like five, you know, five percent will be the new norm in the next year or two, right? Um, good news, interest rates are headed south, just not in a straight line, right? It'll it'll be it'll be like this. Um,
0: Well, that's like man, it's it's an EKG. Yes. Right? And we got used to this flat line. And now all of a sudden, and, and maybe this is a lame description, but our market kind of had a heart attack at three and a half so percent. No and it was life support. Boom. We got to re-kick this, this market because inflation was getting so high. Uh, what I like about the 2-1 buy-down program exact is exactly what you said. It's different than an arm. It locks in at At a rate, there's no uh, index where you know someone's going to guess um, and there's a technique for buyers and an education for the sellers to make the transaction happen. The sellers need to realize that they're helping the buyer out, and at the same token, they don't have to eat all the cost because we still have high appreciation rates. so if it's structured properly, it's win-win for both parties. really. Yeah, and that that's the you know you you hit the nail right on the on the
1: head, Troy. Is is education right? The you know if you have sellers that are that are listing high, right, listing over what you know comps are showing that that they're going to be able to sell for, they're going to be they're going to be pretty upset come you know fifteen to thirty days when there is zero action or zero
0: activity on the you know on on their home. One hundred percent. And what one of the things without getting into talking about all of our marketing and how we discuss things with buyers and sellers in this quick episode is when I'm speaking with sellers is I'll show them a range. And if they want to go above the range, I will forewarn them that one, the market, the property is going to sit on the market and become stigmatized. And if it sits longer than the buying public feels that it should, because we don't dictate the market, they're not going to look at the property and then they're going to write really low ball offers. But if you can get a buyer into a property and it's still in the appraisal range, that's where we can structure this 2 1 uh, buy down program to be win win for both parties. I wanted to ask you about this. You know, there's been a ton of videos and a lot of information um, out in the media about the crash of the real estate market. What do you feel about this, the crash thing?
1: Oh my gosh, man.
0: Yeah, I, this is a this is, that's a it's a great question. And it's it's
1: it's one of my pet peeves right now and frustrations because if if you listened, which a majority of people, you know, not, not a majority, but several have, right? They get their news, they get all their information from the local news station. And and if that's the case, then you have missed out in a 40% increase at almost 50%, I believe, in, in equity growth over the last 10 or 15 years. Because again, we can pinpoint like, hey, this is when the media has come out to say it's it's a bad time to buy, yet data shows this is how much equity has been gained for the people that actually went out there and purchased. So, yeah, here's here, man. Here's the reality: is that the what I hear from a comparison perspective to 2000, you know, six, 2007, 2008, and now the big the biggest difference, right, is one there was there was a lot more builders; they were building a lot more. Um, homes then and I mean like three times more right I think in 2008 four million homes were being built compared to now where where I think just a little over a million homes are being built Um, it's man it's not even the same it's apples and oranges right it's not even the same the same market the the inventory the inventory issue that were that we were experiencing three months ago right before interest when interest rates were still in the in the five percent range before they popped into you know six and sevens that inventory issue and shortage hasn't gone anywhere right right Right. and as soon as rates start to creep back down which they already are right i've met just today with the the slight dip that we've had in in interest rates thankfully a half a percent right interest rates have gone from low sevens down to, to mid sixes right um Ton of calls. People are already back in the in the in the swing of wanting to to get out there and and look at homes again because that half a percent makes. I mean, that's a really good difference in um, in payment, right? So if if rates start to creep down into the low sixes, high fives, we're gonna find find ourselves in a uh, in not a buyer's market like we are right now, right? Yep. It will be back in a seller's market we're going to be back at multiple offers and, and five, 10, 15, 20, 30%. Gosh, we saw some this past year, 30% over the list. Yeah. Um, and, and again, a lot of, a lot of buyers are going to be back on the, uh, and especially first-time home buyers, right. That don't have the, the, the cash to make up the difference in those, in those, um in those
0: bidding wars. hundred percent. And, and what I'm, what I'm talking to buyers about is this, especially at the end of the year, what I'm seeing briefly is, serious sellers are selling and serious buyers are buying. And if you're going to wait until February, you're going to be in a pool of a bunch of buyers that all are going to dip their toe into it. And a bunch of sellers are going to see what they can get. And when we talk about the crash, my question to the buyers and sellers are, if it's a crash, how come prices aren't dipping? I mean, they're not crashing, they're dipping a little bit, but they're not crashing. So I was active in the real estate industry when the crash happened, which was a different world. You're 100% correct. The builders were building way too many homes, way too slow. They were taking contracts. And then when the market started to go, they just stopped everything. And we also had different type of lending back then. I think that's what the general public isn't remembering or don't know, is that we used to joke around in the office with the lenders that we were working with. And I would say, hey, this guy, XYZ makes X amount of money. They're like, no problem. We'll give them a million dollars. I'm like, so if you can fog a mirror, you can get a loan. And they said, yeah, basically. Thanks for giving money away ridiculously. But the feds finally stepped in and said, no, stop this. This is insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's the big difference that we're seeing. I don't personally see a crash. And I've been saying this for the past year is that I see an adjustment happening and we're feeling the adjustment right now, but we're Mm -hmm. in the business you and I okay. see this all the time. The general public doesn't see this. It's like, I'm not into cars. So I don't know what's happening with cars until I want to buy a car. Right. So I don't see a crash happening. I see an adjustment happening. But right now, no, absolutely. In the, at the end of the year, if someone's serious about getting a home, you tell me it's, it's the end of the year, it's the first week of December, if somebody wants to buy a home right now, do they have an opportunity to close before the end of the year or are we looking at the first week of January?
1: No, no, I mean we're we're um, so so the flip side to not as many buyers in the market, right? Is is mortgage companies aren't as busy. So we're closing, you know, 10, 15 days after the 12th of December. It's gonna be tight to close by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, any man between now and I would say that week of the twelfth, if we can get a contract,
0: we're closing at the end of the year for sure. So but it's uh, so buyers have until say the twelfth of December, and you guys because of the uh, because of the uh, supply and demand issue, which means the banks have gotten a little bit slower and buyers have backed off, and everyone's kind of wondering if a buyer really wants to buy a home right now. We could write an offer and close before the end of the year allowing the seller to pack their stuff and be gone by the end of the year to get their, to their next destination. And buyers, as you said earlier, they can close escrow and move in right after the holidays.
1: Absolutely. No. And, and that's the other thing too, is, is, you know, obviously it's the, it's the end of, of, of a school semester, right? So if you want your, you know, if you want your kiddo, your child to, to start school January one in a new school district,
0: that's the best time to do it. My suggestion to everyone, and and it's not a sales pitch, if you're serious, if you have a lease that's up the end of January, let's get something done now so you can get into your place. You're not going to have a payment the first month anyway. You've already prepaid that interest. So if you want to be comfortable in buying a home, do it now have that 30 day time period in January or 2 weeks or whatever you're going to get give yourself that that freedom to be out by the end of January and get into get into this property. Does that does that make sense is is that good advice or is that no. off the wall?
1: No, no, I mean, you know, closing in closing anytime in December, right? So if you close at the end of the month, minimal interest due at closing for the month of December. You skip January you don't have a mortgage payment in January and then February one is when your first payment comes, uh, comes due. So again, less stress on the, on the pocketbook, less stress on, you know, on the family. If you're having to, um, you know, having to move with, man, here's the thing is that between a buyer and a seller, it's, it's open for discussion right now. Right. So again, it's, it's all, it's all up, up to negotiation. So, you know, if, if the buyer wants to close by the end of the year, they give, you know, maybe there's, there's some give and take, right. Um, where, where, again, we, we just mentioned it, you know, three months ago, there was, there was no give. It was all, it was all, whatever the seller wanted, the seller got, right. Cause you were, as a buyer, you were one of 20 people trying to buy that house. That's right. So you're, so you're giving whatever it takes to, um, you know, just to get your offer accepted. Where now again it's it's hey i want to close by the end of the year make sure that i'm on um i'm on title to to be able to get the the homestead exemption here in in texas right get that discount on property taxes um and then hey let's let's talk about you know your your move out give you a, give you maybe a week if you want to accommodate me closing by the end of the year maybe we you know i'll give you a week or whatever to to get out um to, you know not get out but get stuff moved out Um, so, so, but again, that's the, man, that's the beauty of, of right now is, um, it's up for discussion where I, man, I fear, I fear spring
0: is, (laughs) it is going to be a bloodbath again. I think if people are going to wait till the spring to start looking or buy, they're going to see that frenzy again. They're going to see the frenzy, especially here in the Dallas area. Um, statistics from just two weeks ago, I'm looking at the statistics on an average, a new family is moving to the Dallas area every three minutes.
1: Yeah, man. So crazy. they
0: calculated the people moving here due to jobs and all the reasons that they're moving here. So yeah. if every three minutes, you check on the board, another family, another family, another family, another family Well, wait till spring. So how many three minutes are there before now in spring and everyone needs a place to live. So the good news is those in the industry are going to be very, very, very busy. The bad news is for buyers is that builders can't build fast enough. And it's not like there's going to be another 3,000 homes built by the spring. Well, and, and you know, Memphis, 3,000 thousand not cut it anyway. Right. Right, I mean, so uh, some of these builders that I've spoken with in just the past week are like Troy. Do you have any buyers? I sure do. When when can they get keys? Oh, probably September of next year. I'm like, why aren't you advertising that? Instead, you're advertising what what you're advertising. So, and that that's a whole nother can of worms to open that I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. But, Chris, you're amazing, man. Um, I love working with you. I love the fact that we have this ability to do this. So let's do this. Yeah in soon and let's keep everyone informed and educated on what's happening with the market so they can make the best decision for them and their family absolutely thanks for having me again thank you so much for watching the video or listening to our podcast i truly and sincerely appreciate you if you're watching us on youtube please leave a comment below click the like button click subscribe and the bell so you're alerted every time we upload another video If you're listening to us on our podcast, please subscribe. We're going to be updating our podcast every other week. So we'll have new information for you uh, in regards to the real estate industry. Also, if you have any questions or have any concerns or you have something to say, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment below. I want to hear from you. I want to provide information that you need in regards to real estate. So thank you again. And as always, my friends, make it a great day.